This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Today's episode is brought to you by T Public. Head to tpublic.animatedcast.com for a selection of designs selected by the hosts of the Animatedcast. Support independent artists and support the show. And welcome everybody to a special episode of the Animatedcast. And welcome, everybody, to a different kind of episode of the Animaniacast. Uh, we are the only podcast out there dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs. Each and every week, we talk about the Animaniacs television show, and we talk about all the different gags and all the different references and everything else that we can possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother, Nathan. I like comic books. (laughs) And not joining us today across the country is Kelly. Kelly is not here with us today. Kelly, do you want to say anything? Oh, no. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Kelly is not here with us today. She, well, she's in some place that I wish I was in right now. We're very jealous. Very (laughs) jealous. Uh, She is currently in Orlando, Florida. And, uh,. Going to Star Wars Celebration right now. Yeah. What? What? How dare she go there? Without us. I know, seriously. <laughs> and not only that, but a ton of the people from RetroZap are over there as well. Uh, we're recording this on the night that they're having a, a big get-together, and mm-hmm. and uh, we're missing it. They're yep. drinking They're drinking um, blue milk. Yeah, uh, talking about us behind our backs. Oh, and... see, all, all the time, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey... You may be listening to this. Who knows? You might be listening to this particular episode waiting in line at Star Wars Celebration. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure they're listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody out there might be listening to this particular episode while waiting in line at Star Wars Celebration. And that would be awesome. If if that's the case, hey, let us know. Uh, Tweet at us at Animaniacast. I'm interested. And other people... It's very possible might be going, uh, might be listening to this episode while in line at uh, Animaniacs Live in Southern California. Oh. They're having their official premiere, I, I believe, over there this uh, this weekend. So a lot of exciting stuff out there, and uh, I'm excited because uh, th- you know Animaniacs Live is coming here to Tucson. That's right. Ooh, so we're going to be able to. Get some uh, audio, perhaps a little bit of audio from the show, and um, I even got VIP tickets. So I'll be able to uh, meet Rob Paulson and uh, meet Randy Rogel, and it'll just be amazing and awesome. So really looking forward to that in May. So if you're interested uh, in in, uh, coming out, uh, if you're in the Arizona area, uh, it's going to be at the Rialto Theater May 19th. And uh, when I last checked tickets, uh, they were still uh, quite a bit of, you know, a bit of them were still available. So All right. uh, a lot of them are only, uh, I think, $39 a ticket is what I saw. And uh, if you want the VIP, well, well, then you have to pay 
about twice as much, but still it's, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a great time. So if you do go, uh, say hi, I'll, you know, you know, I'll be wearing an Animaniacast shirt, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. <laughs> okay, well, today we are doing a very uh, different kind of episode. Yes. Because instead of uh, discussing the, the next episode of Animaniacs like we uh, usually would, what we're going to do instead is discuss Animaniacs comic books. Mm-hmm. What? Specifically, Animaniacs number one, the premiere issue. Uh, which came out in May of 1995, and uh, I have no facts about you that. Do no you? facts. I, I I did look up. Okay, just What's... in case Nathan didn't look <laughs> up <laughs> what happened in May of 1995, and uh, I saw a lot of sports facts. So okay, that was kind of interesting. We love sports, not really. But I did find one thing that I was like, okay, I recognize that. Uh, Jacques Chirac became president of. Do you know what country? United States of America. No. Oh, Oh, so close. (laughs) Jacques Chirac became, I believe it's the president over there in France. Ah. I think he became president. France has presidents. I think so. Yeah. So he became president of France in May of 1995. I remember Jacques. And uh, he was kind of, I don't know. I don't know why I just remember the French president. I don't know who the French president is today. But uh, I think it's just because he was kind of a fun name to say. It was Jacques yeah. Chirac and uh, Boutros, Boutros Ghali in the UN. Yeah, yeah, I remember that name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's mentioned in the UN Me song by uh, Animaniacs. Nice. Speaking of which. Well, anyway, tying it all back to here to Animaniacs, let's talk about the cover right here of the first issue yes. uh, of Animaniacs, which this is interesting to me because <laughs> now it, the cover itself has the Animaniacs font that is... Not typical of uh, the, the the show logo. Yeah, it's like a Mexican almost feel to it. <laughs> yeah, it has kind like of a confetti-ish, fiesta or... kind of yeah. feel to it. Um, this is the, the the font that you'll see on a lot of Animaniacs merchandise and, uh, and dis- different stuff like that. So it has these kind of like, a, yeah, kind of squiggly lines and stuff uh, below and above the letters to put artificial accent marks hmm. on them or something. So yeah, it kind of does look Spanish influenced in some ways. Um, it just kind of speaks to me of kind of nineties uh, <laughs> of nineties kind of type set kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's not the, not the, not the logo that I, you know, love uh, the cover of this is a poster. It's like a rock and roll poster. It says Animaniacs presents, Tonight only, and it says it shows Pinky in the brain is kind of punk rockers, yeah. And it says Pinky as the Pink Man and Brain as Sledgehammer, a mousical sensation. What puns and Yakko Wacko and Dot are popping like, out of this bursting poster, bursting through it, yeah. And Wacko is apparently eating some of this poster, and Yakko says, "Hey, whose comic is this anyway?" Very odd that they actually did decide to go with Animaniacs number one. Yeah. And the most feature thing on this is Pinky and the Pinky Brain. Pinky and the Brain. Well, they're... You kind of... Yeah, they're they're obviously, you know, the most popular, uh, you know, standalone segment of, of, yeah. of Animaniacs. But a little odd, I think, that the, the writers or the producers over at DC decided to go with uh, Pinky and the Brain as the 
thing to grab people's it's attention. The featuring uh, cartoon or whatever, the featuring comic, basically, in the comic, because yeah. it's the very first one. Yeah. Uh, this first, uh, as we open up the issue right here, mm-hmm. see, right here, my hands. Everybody. Good sound effects. <laughs> Thank you. Put that on our, our sound effect record. Yep. There we go. <laughs> uh, we, uh, there's a cool advertisement right here for some Fleer cards for, for reboot. reboot. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Nathan, you really liked the reboot series. Yeah, it was fun. And I even liked when it got rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> the reboot of reboot. Yep. Because, yeah, you got into, you knew the whole storyline. It was that? got all convoluted, but it was interesting. Yeah, you, you knew all about it. But anyway. And hexadecimal and whatever. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go over real quick what today's plan is going to be. We're going to go look at this, look at these different segments. There are three major uh, segments of today's comic. Okay. Uh, we have a Pinky and the Brain mm-hmm. uh, comic. Uh, I guess you could say, uh, portion i don't know section <laughs> section <laughs> they call those in comic books a thing uh, uh called global disorder and then it goes to two different uh sections here involving the warners one called ice cream of genie mm. and the last one called 1492 the true story so there we go so it's historically accurate <laughs> exactly uh the first one here, let's talk about Pinky and the Brain in Global Disorder. Nathan, what basically is happening here in this uh, Pinky and the Brain comic? So we have Pinky and the Brain, and they want to take over the world, which I is a bit odd. So far, well, I think so far, so good. I okay, think so far, matching. it's pretty okay. classic Pinky and the Brain. Yes, yes. The idea is to uh, go to the UN and release a laughing gas that if the temperature is 95 degrees... And if someone starts laughing when they are inhaling this laughing gas within 30 seconds, then they will start laughing to the point where they will become frozen. And then it's not convoluted, Joey. It's not uh, convoluted. I'm shaking my head. This is uh, already... It, 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 I had to read this part like five times to go, <laughs> what's happening here? Okay, so go ahead. So <laughs> laughing gas, if they laugh while it's 90, 95, 95 degrees, degrees... And within 30, 30 seconds, seconds of being uh, hit by the gas... Then they will, they cannot stop laughing, and they will become frozen. And then it's Brain's idea to get waxed figures of them. Basically, uh, uh, he's gonna make molds, molds of, them. of them. Yeah, so wax molds of them, and then put a chip of his own brain in each one of those wax moldings, so that he can control every country. And there you go. And that's yeah. It's this, simple. This, it's so complicated. Yeah, because they're going. They're going to basically do this freezing operation at a UN gala. Yeah, where, and the, where all the leaders are going to be together at this party. Mm-hmm. So he figures if he freezes all the UN people and then replaces them with dummies of himself that are made out of wax. With little bits of brains DNA in them. I think it's just like, like a computer chip or something. It says it says I will it says I will then insert electronic chips made from my own DNA <laughs> just, into the models' heads. This is why Vo- I think brain is insane yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is this is more insane than the brain is usually. He says once the leaders are frozen, we'll use the wax and plaster to construct life-size models. I will then insert electronic chips made from my own DNA into the models' heads. Voila! Instant world leaders ready to do my bidding. 
So I don't know. Apparently, the world leaders were going to just stay frozen. Yeah, forever. And then, so know. the way he's going to get into the UN is dress up as punk rockers, and that's why the which again that made absolutely no sense. And I'm to like, me. why is punk rock like? <laughs> Makes perfect sense that the UN gala would uh, host a punk rock group, <laughs> right? Well, whatever. I think they just wanted to dress Pinky in the Brain. I just wanted to dress them up and just throw them into the and then UN. I think they figured out, they probably wrote it and then went back and like, oh wait, why are there world leaders here? Like, oh, we'll make it go to the UN. Yeah. And then, you know, I think they had rewrites is my... Perhaps. I don't know. This this was written by, I think it, it feels like it was written by three different people and just mm-hmm. like everybody had a different part of the story and they had to throw it together. Um, so basically, they go to, to do this whole... Uh, uh, you know, they perform some music mm-hmm. and they perform it by simply Pinky puts a record on. Yeah. Uh, while the brain is supposed to lip sync. And of course, the record gets stuck at one point. Uh, he keeps saying, I want ya, I want ya, I want ya, I want ya, I want ya. <laughs> and he goes, Pinky, the record's stuck. Uh, so Pinky unst- unsticks it. And then he says, Okay, now it's time to. Uh, have this, you know, stuff go, you know, we're going to let the gas go off and I'm going to tell this hilarious joke. Yes. That's going to make the people uh, freeze. So he says, Ahem. what do famous Greek scholar, what did the famous Greek scholar Euripides say when he told, when he, see, I can't, I'm saying this worse than the brain. Yeah. Let me try this. This is going to be really funny, guys. <laughs> What did the famous Greek scholar Euripides say when he tore his trousers? Where's Eumenides when I need him? Ha <laughs> And the nope. tick, it just ticks. Yeah, ticks. no one laughs. Because I said, what did the famous Greek scholar Euripides say when he tore his trousers? Where's Eumenides when I need him? Get it? Listen, you Cretans, this is amusing. What did the famous Greek scholar Euripides say when he tore his trousers? Where's Eumenides when I need him? Don't you understand? Euripides? Eumenides? And he falls over in exasperation. Finally, Pinky has to tell a a knock-knock joke, but Pinky can't even tell a knock-knock joke either. Yeah, he can't think. He just goes, knock-knock. And they say, who's there? Who's there? Pinky. Pinky who? Uh, and everyone just kind of s- stares at him, and eventually they start laughing at how ridiculous it is. Yeah, that he can't even tell a knock-knock joke. And they end up freezing, of course, everybody. So, so far, so good. It looks like everyone has become frozen because of this mm-hmm. uh, gas. <laughs> and they plaster, they put everybody into crates. They fill those crates up with plaster. And uh, Pinky is uh, waxing poetic as he... Uh, you know, by singing and everything. Yeah. As he's putting plaster on top of everybody. They open up these cases. They pour wax into the molds. And they have a bunch of mold <laughs> or molded world leaders, <laughs> leaders yeah. out of, out of yeah, all this wax. Well, Nathan, they're just about to, I guess, go to the next weird DNA computer chip part. Yeah. And what happens? They all start exploding. They start rumbling. <laughs> And then, boom, they spontaneously combusted, they find out, by reading the rest of the fine print about the wax. So it's... Yeah. So there, it was a kind of a joke, too, because that was how Pinky... Well, that's how Brain got rid of the band that was supposed to play. He told them that the last band that played here spontaneously combusted. 
Oh. So it's kind of like a callback to that. Uh, see, I totally, I, okay. So yes. Yeah, so the, the, the whole group, you know, the whole group of statues blows up and they're foiled because of spontaneous combustion. Mm-hmm. Because as if the brain says right here, the printed word has let us down again, Pinky. Um, cause they didn't read the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when you mentioned that whole thing with the rockers and saying, uh, they, <laughs> they, they mentioned that the whole spontaneous combustion thing mm-hmm. to me, I, th- I, I gave the writing more credit than that. I thought it was a, a reference to the movie spinal tap. Oh, I'm sure it is. I think it was perhaps. Both. Okay. I no, think... it's both. Okay. Cause yeah. in the movie, uh, this is spinal tap. The, the drummer, like every time they have a drummer, they die uh, in crazy ways. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways is spontaneous combustion. And uh, at the end of that movie, <laughs> one of the, the drummer spontaneously combusts in yeah. the middle of their set. So I thought it was that, but yeah, the drum, the, the rock star they're talking to looks a little bit like Steven Tyler too. He kind of hmm. looks like, you see what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Kind of a Steven Tyler ish old rock star ish guy. Yeah. So there we go. So that's our first. That's how the the issue here opens up. Mm-hmm. Pinky the brain. What do you What do you think, Nathan? Was this? Uh, what, what was your favorite uh, line or moment here in this comic? Well, um, so yeah, there's there's quite a few parts that I liked, but um, I liked when Pinky says that he wants to get a tattoo. I thought that was cute. <laughs> uh, they go to the rock store. Yeah, the, they're getting the dressed. rock star store. And of course, Brain is putting on like huge, like extending boots, basically to make him taller, kind of thing. Yeah, the, and luckily they a... had those at this. Uh, they go to a place called Dante's Den in this uh, to get some rock star uh, clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of the times that they, in previous episodes of Pinky uh, the Brain, they don't buy their their outfits; they make them. Yeah, they make them. So this is the first time where they're like, "Okay, let's just go buy this stuff. This is easier." <laughs> And luckily, they have uh, boots that uh, can that are skinny and fit the dimensions of a mouse who wants to appear like he's six foot tall. So right, there you they go. give him uh, lifts and extensions. <laughs> and it's like, where do they get this money? They're always short on money, it seems. But yeah, well, you know, and just, okay, uh, I'll get to one moment that I that I that liked, but uh-huh. I'll also go to a moment that completely confused me <laughs> as well. Well, there's a lot of things that confuse yeah, me about this very, one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so anyway, the, the part I really liked was when they're trying to get the delivery man to essentially deliver all these uh canisters of laughing gas to the un mm-hmm. so they get this guy he the delivery man comes into the acme labs and the brain says to him dutiful dutiful navi do your do you require that i endorse your tercer ter- i can't even read this thing right yeah no, uh, is tessera he, yeah maybe? He says, the brain basically says vocabulary that is so complex, I don't even know what the heck he's trying yeah, to say. The, someone used a thesaurus for everyone. Yes. <laughs> they say, dutiful Navi, do you require that I endorse your tessera with a, with a subscription? Superscript. Superscription of mm-hmm. my cognomen? Uh, say again. Do you want me to sign your papers? He gets very upset. At yeah, the, it's like, like okay, come on, brain, brain. You obviously knew that you were saying <laughs> things like not a normal person. <laughs> so yeah, that was I kind of like that a little bit. It was it was yeah. But the part that other than the com- this entire plot of freezing people at the UN, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the part that I was spending a lot of time looking up was. At the beginning, he he shows this laughing gas, 
and he says, Luckily, I had the presence of mind to save PB Zork laughing gas for another special occasion. And they were talking about how if this this space mission, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm assuming that this laughing gas came from the space mission, um, he says that, he says, if you recall, Pinky, when we had to abort the space mission, I was very disturbed. Oh, brain, I get sad just thinking about how upset you were. Stop crying, Pinky. We're mice, not men. Luckily, I had the presence of mind to save the PB Zork laughing gas for another occasion. Uh, with And this is it, Pinky. And he shows off the laughing gas. Now, mm-hmm. he's talking about this event of going into space and not, you know, yeah, not working. Yeah, let's see that episode. I, I know. I was like, <laughs> what happened? And I actually spent a while looking for this episode involving PB Zork laughing gas and going up to space. I was not able to. So if any listeners know of any uh, episode of Animaniacs or Pinky in the Brain where that actually happens... I thought it would have been a, a cool connection, but at the same time, yeah, it was like a cool callback. Kind yeah, of something. That but would be... it was so obscure, though. It's like, okay, if, if it is a Pinky in the Brain episode where they go off to space, it's certainly not one I remember. So using that, like, why even reference it to begin with? Why not just say, I have some laughing gas from the lab that freezes people? Right. But you don't, instead of bringing up this whole space mission that I've never heard of and I don't even know even exists. So that was the thing that other than the, other than the explosion, uh, which apparently if you combine laughing gas and this wax, the wax combusts. So don't mix your medications kind of. Yeah. (laughs) It's a weird, I don't know. And then uh, I, I did like the line that brain says, like as he's giving the, Delivery man telling him where to take the sinister canisters. Uh-huh. He's like, take these sinister looking canisters to the United <laughs> Nations and uh, care of Sledgehammer and the Pink Man. Like, yes, it would be very suspicious. <laughs> you would like, definitely would... not see this in post 9 11. Yeah, take, exactly. Take dangerous canisters to the UN building and just, uh, yeah. And, yeah, have weird, like, synonyms. <laughs> well, Nathan, what do you think? Would, would you see this, uh, Pinky in the Brain cartoon segment comic thingamabobber. Would you see this translating well into the actual cartoon show, or would this have to do some rewrites? I would th- it would need some rewrites. Yeah. It w- if they if it had rewrites, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, it needed some help. Yeah, and to open up the first issue with this, it just made me scratch my head again. Anyway. Yeah. Well, let's move on to another segment right here. So this next segment here is called Ice Cream of Genie. And it starts off with the Warners running away from Ralph. And they're running away from Ralph. Why? Well, because uh, they put pistachio nut fudge Florax and Brussels sprout flavor ice cream in his pants. Uh, so <laughs> this is this starts off a little bit kind of like uh, the tower, you know, going back into the tower mm-hmm. uh, on the Animaniacs episodes where Ralph is chasing them. Wacko has to reach into his magic bag and find something to get out. He throws out a ton of different objects, uh, including a Duck Dodgers comic book. Uh, Pinky and the Brain are in there. Uh, a plunger and a bowling ball and all these different things. He's trying to find something to help them get back into the tower. Uh, one of them is a burperware container. 
And uh, Yakko says, hey, this is from the picnic that we had with Lauren Bacall in 1943. <laughs> Hello, nurse. Uh, that was kind of cute to see, like, a connection right there to Hollywood history. But they grab the – out of the bag comes out a trampoline. They mm-hmm. do a boingy-boingy, or at least a boing, <laughs> off the trampoline <laughs> as usual, and then into the water tower. And, uh, of course, you know, Ralph is yelling at him, don't try it again. Which is, like, the first time that he doesn't just try to jump up to the water <laughs> exactly. tower. No, I'll like, do this, too. No, yeah. He just stays there and says... <laughs> He's smart this Yeah, time. this time in the comic book, he actually realizes, well, they got back it's in like, the tower. all right, good. That's where I wanted you to go. <laughs> so, they get him to the water tower, and uh, Yakko gets out this burperware, and he says, hey, you better take this burperware that you found and wash it, because there's probably mold in there, and it's it's... You know, the mold in there may be carnivorous. Mm. So Wacko gets this out his brush and he's he's washing and washing. And then all of a sudden there's a poof. And then out of nowhere comes this pink genie with pink hair and a kind of a bikini top on and saying, my, your wish is my command. And Wacko, of course, looks right at the reader and says, Fabu. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> He says, hey, everybody, look, I got my own genie. And Yakko, of course, jumps in her arms and saying, hey, I'm single. Let's get married. Uh, she tells him that she's there to give three wishes uh, or face her wrath because yeah. she's getting very annoyed with and everybody. It's only to Wacko. Only to Wacko. Wacko is the only person that can give wishes. So he, they say, OK, we're going to put on our thinking caps and Dot is literally starting to put on a thinking cap. Mm-hmm. Same uh, as Yakko. Yeah. So, oh, yes. I see Yakko right there putting on a thinking cap. We're going to put on our thinking caps and think of some good wishes. But all Wacko wants is his ice cream because he lost it in uh, Ralph's pants. Mm-hmm. But, of course, Yakko and Dot will not have any part of this. Uh, they <laughs> Dot at one point, you know, threatens him uh, by hovering a 432-pound it's a 430 ton yeah. weight, I should say, above his head. And he says, oh, okay. But uh, he goes, are you sure that nobody wants pistachio nut fudge? And then they even show yes, Yakko uh, and Dot now. Yes, holding 864 tons. Yeah, got twice his, as big. Yeah, and... twice as big. So he says, you know, they start thinking about what should we wish for? Should we wish for this? Should we wish for that? Um, and uh, probably my favorite uh frame of and joke of the entire uh issue uh is hey we could wish to be grown-ups and yakko wacko and dot all look at the reader yeah they break the fourth wall and and then they <laughs> nah so they go through nice socks uh should we wish for this should we wish for that and uh eventually he says uh yeah they do it all night so it's morning now yes and so Eventually, Wacko just says, I just, I'm going to wish for it. I want whatever I want, and I wish for all the pistachio nut fudge, floor wax, and Brussels sprout flavored ice cream I can eat. Now you've done it. We're doomed. We are. And of course, he gets a little cone of ice cream. Mm -hmm. So he eats that, and then there's more, and then there's more, and there's more. And eventually, their entire tower gets filled with this green ice cream, which forces them out mm-hmm. onto the floor of the studio. And Ralph comes out and he says, I told you no more ice cream on the lot. And 
well, there's a lot more to come because (laughs) the helicopter of this green ice cream comes with a giant ice cream scooper from the sky. Wacko is opening up his mouth with a welcome mat on his tongue and gulp eats it all. He is very round, very big. And now he's sick. Now he's saying, I, I, he's had enough and he feels awful. He'll feel sick. And he says, I wish I'd never found this stupid bupperware con- burperware. Is it bupper? It's bupperware. I kept wanting to say burperware. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, but anyway, it's, it's bupperware. It's Tupperware with a B. Yes. <laughs> bupperware container in the first place. And because he wished he never saw it, it vanishes from his hand. And his wishes disappeared, basically. So he's no longer huge. Yes. And Yakko says, the lesson is, be careful what you wish for. You You might not get to keep it. Mm. Which I don't really get because you may not get to keep yeah. your wish. What you're supposed to wish for, folks, is more wishes. Yes. Everyone, Everyone knows, knows that. that. Or you can wish for the perfect wish. I wish I got exactly what, you know, yeah. I wish I knew exactly what to wish for. Uh, you know, yeah, I wish I know exactly what to wish for. You could definitely use that as one of your wishes, wouldn't yeah. that? So then That'd the be a pretty wish good wish. And then that way you're guaranteed. Be perfect. There you go. Oh, man, that's a good idea, Nathan. Okay, so there so, you like, go. So, like, if you can't wish for more wishes, at least get that perfect wish. I wish I would know the perfect wish that wouldn't trick me. Yeah, or backfire in any <laughs> way. Backfire in any way. <laughs> so then you would know, and then you could wish for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you think, Nathan? <laughs> what do you think of this uh, ice cream of, of Genie? I, ice cream, like ice cream? Yeah. Uh, ice cream of genie. Instead of I dream of genie. Yes. Uh-huh. Hey, hey. What do you think? Was it, was it, I uh, think it was good. Um, there was some, like, little funny jokes, uh, but, uh, and I think it could do, I, I think it could do a cartoon of this. I've, yeah. I've, I agree. And the, and the, the, I was going to say the animation was good, but the drawings were really yeah, nice. Yeah. I, well. I like the panels on it, those, like, cuts that they would, just look at the uh, straight at the audience, or yeah. So it look it look cute. I and really it, I like this. one. It worked well with a comic kind of feel to it too. I, I feel yeah. like it worked well in a comic, but it could also work well in a cartoon. So. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. So we say go for it. Animate this. Yeah, animate <laughs> this as well. Yeah, animate this. Go on. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last one right here is called Animaniacs in 1492: The True Story, and uh, well. We'll go ahead and just wrap this up because it's yeah. it's basically showing uh, Columbus uh, in a you know Santa Maria and the the crew is revolting uh, and, <laughs> and yeah and they're actually mad at him too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Perfect. But uh, the Warners get on and uh, they basically are there to they want to help out Columbus and his crew because yeah. they're having trouble. They're, they're lost at sea. The Columbus's crew doesn't know where, where land is. And the Warners essentially start chopping down the, they, they take out axes and they start chopping down the mast and yeah. pulling out the wood and, and all this stuff. And Columbus is, starts to chase them around the ship with a sword <laughs> and they tie him up. They make a speed boat. Out of the Santa Maria. It's like a speed yacht, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, they basically rush off on their little speedboat and go off to America. The California, somehow. Yeah, like, somehow, <laughs> yeah they made it all the way to California. <laughs> I was like, huh? how did they get to the other ocean? Like, 
And uh, yeah, there you go. It it that's basically it. You know, Columbus rushes off on his giant. Is this thing looks like something out of the Jetsons almost? It's huge and mm-hmm. sleek and has huge propellers. And um, there you go. Well, Nathan. What, you, um, what did you like, not like about this first one? I like that it shows them coming out of the TARDIS right at the beginning of the comic. You where, can does see it, where does it see, show a jumping TARDIS? out of the water tower, uh, a.k.a. the TARDIS, oh. and going to 1492, uh, uh-huh. the time traveling, <laughs> you can see. Yes, the, the, the top panel showing the title <laughs> is showing the the Warners it's, falling out of the water tower. It's just a repeat of the the first panel on the other yeah. one. <laughs> They're like, I think they went back and like, oh shoot, we didn't do we, like we didn't a, do a title slide for this title panel. Um, I like that uh, Christopher Columbus is always talking too much. I guess yeah. every time he's just rambling on, but yeah, he talks a he talks a lot. <laughs> I you know I I don't know what I really liked about this this last comic. I, it kind of yeah, was a little. But not not that funny, and the unfortunately, what the artists did was they didn't really know how to differentiate Yakko and Wacko that much. Mm. So there's some moments in here where where they're talking, and I don't know who's supposed to be talking. Yeah, or like they're building boats. Yeah, like... it it kind of reminded me a lot of uh, actually uh, Moby or not Moby, mm-hmm. and how Yakko and Wacko both had sailor outfits, and Yakko, Wacko, and Dot all have sailor outfits on this one. You gotta give Wacko his red hat exactly. every time. That's Even what like... I thought. Yep, I agree completely. You can't have Wacko uh, just, uh, especially in these comics where you're just gonna be, you just have enough room just for their heads mm-hmm. to be on the panel. And you don't and have it. voices to... Uh-huh. All those things. You, 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 you take away all these uh, cues, the visual cues have to be really strong. So, yeah. Yeah, they should have really had uh, Wacko's hat on this one to help uh, to to make it a little clearer of what the heck was going on. So, yeah. But, but well, do you think you, you could see this in the in the in the series? I could or see them making a cartoon, but I don't think it would be very good. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I would. I would have liked to see the the Warners deal with Col- Christopher Columbus and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this, I wouldn't use this as a script. Yeah, um, I would do some rewrites. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, you know, there we go. So that was our first issue right there of Animaniacs number one. Uh, we obviously have the uh, oh, and a cool adver- advertisement right there for Stridex medicated uh, pads right there for your acne, Nathan. So Thank there you. you go. <laughs> That's why we did this episode. <laughs> well, you know, what do you think, Nathan? I have a, we'll go ahead and give this a water tower rating. Out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give? Animaniacs issue number one. I, so I'm going to give it two and a half because there was no sound. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm comparing this to the cartoon. Yes, of course. <laughs> Obviously. You didn't hear any voice actors. If I'm giving it the same water tower rating. They didn't move. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, it's just another example of the written text uh, failing me, I guess. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll give it a two and a half. Uh, it, it, I think it was a decent start with these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, the writing wasn't necessarily bad. It wasn't not as funny as the as the uh, actual TV show. But uh, they had some decent segments in here and ones that I think, 
you know, with a rewrite or two, totally, I could see them on the show and be a, mm-hmm. be a successful one. I, you know, I think one of the things that really hurt it was you're talking about not hearing stuff. The Pinky and the Brain comic at the front has a lot of singing going on because yeah, they're rock star. <laughs> and I have no idea what how the tune is. I didn't or... even know that they were like the the record was repeating itself until I just thought that that's how the song went. Like, yeah, yeah I want you, I want you, I want you, I want you. Well, anyway, uh, so a pretty decent one right there. But if you're looking to uh, see, you know, what the heck we were talking about here, by the way, with all this, now that you listen to the descriptions, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there are scans of these comics available online. They're not um, perfect. Yeah, they're not perfect. You know, I, I went ahead and I, I went to, uh, where did I go here? To mycomicbookshop.com. And, or it's actually mycomicshop.com. I'm going to get that Right, mm. but anyway, they had they had issues of the Animaniacs. Yeah, they have for, issues. So watch out. <laughs> they have <laughs> issues. Uh, no, they had like you know all the the entire run right there for a reasonable price. I think it was like three dollars an issue or something like yeah. that, which is cheaper than a comic book today. I guess there's fifty nine issues total. Yeah, right? yeah, it sounds right. Um, and I think probably an annual in there, an annual or two mixed into the the mm. bunch. But uh, you know, so I got the first ten issues. Um, so. If you are interested, ladies and gentlemen, in these kinds of uh, episodes, hey, let us know. We're not going to do them that often. And it will be basically in lieu of uh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we, didn't, we don't want to do the, the full episodes discussions without a full uh, Animaniacast panel, of course. Right. And without Kelly here and she's having fun and everything, we thought, well, let's get out something. We're going to have fun, too. Yeah, we're going to have fun, too, without <laughs> you, Kelly. <laughs> Anyway, so let us know on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on twitter.com slash Animaniacast or, of course, on Facebook. You can also send us an email. Uh, we are at Animaniacast at RetroZap.com. And you know what, Nathan? What? There's also something really cool that is news for everybody. Uh, okay. You can also now go to Animaniacast.com. Dot com. <laughs> .com will take you directly to our RetroZap, uh, we'll call it the archives of yeah, Animaniac, a- Animaniacast uh, episodes. So you can check out all of our previous uh, posts and episodes right there. Subscribe to us on iTunes uh, and or whatever podcast thing you got. And uh, mm-hmm. Hey, leave us some positive reviews if you so wish on iTunes as well. How do they do that, Nathan? The Googles. The, the Googles. The Googlings. The Googlings. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So there we go. So that will wrap it up for today's episode. A little shorter and a little differenter <laughs> than, yeah. our, than our typical one. But I think it was kind of nice. I, I think it's the best one yet. I think it's the best one. <laughs> this one <laughs> will... Whatever. Okay, so with... <laughs> Without any further ado, this is Joey, and for Nathan and Kelly, who's in Florida, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Uh, Hi there, this is uh, Frank. I'm uh, here interviewing people about the lovely people over at tpublic.com who are our sponsors for today's show. Excuse me, sir. Can you come here? What's that? Well, I was wondering if you, sir, liked T-shirts. Like them? I love T-shirts. I wear a T-shirt every day. Well, I see. Whoa, watch out for the traffic. Jeez, it's crazy out here. 
yeah, so anyway, I was wondering, uh, did you know that Tee Public is a great place to go for independent artist designs? No, I did not. And did you know that by going to Tee Public uh, and uh, seeing all those uh, different shirts, you are not only getting an awesome shirt, but you are helping sponsor uh, various independent artists around the world? No, I did not. And did you also not know that if you went to tpublic.animaniacast.com, you could see a selection of Animaniacs, Pinky in the Brain, Tiny Toons, Freakazoid, Spielberg, and various other designs selected by the hosts of the Animaniacast? No, I... Well, actually, yeah, I did know that. Oh. Well, yeah. So, anyway, head on over to tpublic.animaniacast.com. I already did. Look at this awesome shirt I'm wearing. Wow, it's the Animaniacast logo. Yep, and there's a bunch of other ones up there, too. So head on over to tpublic.animaniacast.com.